are listening to the Acoustic Guitar Project podcast, and I'm your host, David Gluck. Today, we have a special episode. Um, one of the really incredible things about the Acoustic Guitar Project is that songwriters who participate have to work pretty quickly. They only have one week to write and record a song on a guitar that we send them. So this is happening in cities all over the world all the time, and as a result, when something really big is going on in the world, we tend to hear about it. Uh, if it's affecting a lot of people and it's right up at the surface um, in the hearts and the minds of songwriters, uh, we're going to find out about it and we're going to share it with you. And that happened recently. Uh, the hearings um, of Dr. Christine Blasey Ford and now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh um, were really intense experiences for a lot of our songwriters and we got a bunch of submissions in response to what was going on so today we're going to talk to three songwriters who all submitted work about that and work inspired by that moment their names are chris matthews and stephanie hoppala and robin veely they come from all over the u.s and you're going to get to hear all three songs and all three songwriters speak about what it all meant to them and, and what they hoped to achieve in writing the song and how it felt to them. Here's Chris Matthews. I'm Chris Matthews from Herndon, Virginia, and I'm a singer-songwriter. I got the guitar on Sunday night really, really late, and then um, this, the song was pretty much done on Monday. The week that I the week that it was finished that night on Tuesday we have uh, this gathering here in town that's the folk club of Herndon Reston, the little town that I live in, and so I asked the people if it was okay if I played it, you know, just to kind of test it out and just to see like if it if it was as done as it felt like it was and if it said what I felt like it was saying in the way that I hoped it was saying it, and so they said that was fine. So I went into the folk club and played it and the it felt like I had gotten it right because for me, that was the ultimate thing. It was just like, okay, if this was the song that I was going to write for that particular week with the guitar, if that was the song, is that, if that was what the song was going to be, I needed to make sure that it was saying, I guess, not like I was trying to speak for women. It was really more to women and kind of helping other people hear what it seemed to be. They weren't already hearing on their own from those women. It's been really powerful just kind of hearing people's response to that song because it's it's kind of the affirmation that I wish that Dr. Ford would have been able to have gotten from from her bravery from her testimony and so I hope that maybe at some point that will get back to her but it's it's been really really beautiful and really really powerful just kind of being able to sing that song in in different spaces and and hear people respond to it and feel people respond to it the way that I I felt like I was responding to her and to her bravery and to her testimony. And it's very bittersweet to 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 play it out, to have have to have written that song um, for her. But it's also, like I said, it's very very affirming to hear people, I guess, sit with that. Um, it's not it's not one of those songs where like you get done and people like hoot and holler. It's one of those things where you you get done and people make an audible noise like they felt that and that to me as a songwriter for th that type of song that's what it should be 
and so that's been that's been really affirming because it makes me feel like the injustice that she got she only got that injustice because of the people that were in that room when she gave that testimony but by and large that's not how people felt about the brave thing that she did that's kind of the interesting thing with being I guess like a folk singer and not so much of a pop singer is that you get to have much more of a conversation it's just more intimate it's very often much more intimate in in the folk realm you know you, you think of um people like Joan Baez singing singing songs about the bombings of the four little girls and what that conversation was like with the country this is the genre of of Woody Guthrie and of of Joni Mitchell and of Joan Baez and and to some extent, you know, Bob Dylan and, and the times they are changing, you know, that is that is folk music. It is this beautiful, beautiful marriage between music and justice. And it always has been. And I think that's why it is, you know, the genre that you hear so many songs like that, like so many truth telling songs or, you know, songs that are real stories, you know. I think definitely in the third verse, you know, that that is kind of where I'm hoping to just kind of bring it on home. It's just like you've here we've had this dialogue. Like, I hope that you have contemplated what it is that I've said to you. And so now I really want to speak to you very, very clearly and very, very directly and hope that you're hearing me. And so in the third verse, it says, you know, to all of you men and women with sons of your own. And it's just like, you know, this is. I need you to hear this. Like I very much need you to hear this because you know what, what I think it's lost on so many people in moments like this is that how we behaved and responded to this moment is now going to be told for two generations. And so, you know, we are inadvertently condoning a handful of really bad things for the young men who are now at the age where they're starting to have children of their own and raise them, which in turn will impact how those kids react and respond and think about things. Here is Robin Veely. My name's Robin Veely. I live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I wrote the song Thick Skin for the Acoustic Guitar Project. I had kind of the, an interesting experience where I... Yeah, you know, I wasn't really that familiar with the Acoustic Guitar Project before I was asked to do it. Um, and so I kind of was like, yeah, sure, whatever, that sounds great. And then um, wrote my song, submitted my song, and then started listening back through kind of the more recent entries to the Acoustic Guitar Project and was like, oh, my God, everyone is writing this song. Um, and that was a cool thing to, you know, see that we're all having this experience and, like, it's like there's 8,000 love songs or 8 million love songs out in the world and there's so many breakup songs out in the world and now there's like this genre of songs of like uh, indignant and pissed off women like all coming together to ha like have this new um, thing that we're all talking about. So that feels pretty cool to be a part of that. I have never written a song under time restraints. Well, no, that's not true. I have written a song under time restraints before, but I've never written a song that I liked under time restraints before. Um I had been part of a songwriting group like last summer with just some friends where we gave ourselves like a week or two weeks to write a song and then share it with each other. Um, but that was just sharing with each other. Like we didn't have to do anything with those songs if we didn't want to. Um, so I was pretty intimidated by this and I kind of went into it with the thought of like, 
okay, well, I wrote a song like two weeks ago, so if really nothing comes up, I'll just record that one and like no one will ever know. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like my way out if things really didn't go well. Um, but it ended up going really well. And just basically I like put aside an afternoon and was like, you know, I'll just sit down and write and see what happens. And um, actually the song came out really fast. It was like probably 80% done within like two hours. Um, so it was intimidating, but also kind of really exciting and then turned out to be one of my favorite songs I've ever written. So the verses are kind of written from the perspective of someone talking to, talking to a woman, or actually it could also be the inner voice of a woman. Um, cause we hear those things so often that they become really internalized. Um, so I actually think I like it better thinking about it as like the inner voice and sort of the criticism that we all get. Um, and so the whole song kind of written as like the, um, a woman's inner dialogue with herself and then kind of like hearing like that, no, you can do this, like this is okay. And, um, yeah, so I, I like that it's kind of ambiguous, like who who's doing the speaking and kind of the, the change in the verse to the chorus of um, either who's talking or or who she's hearing. This was kind of just writing a song to um, every woman that is in the United States, like has this story, feels this story um, of feeling like people are telling you these mixed messages of like um, what you should do, but what you can't do and um, what you have to do to be successful. But um, kind of the things that um, you constantly need to be aware of um, and that it feels like no matter how hard you work and no matter how good you are, you're still not as good as um, even like the shittiest man. <laughs> we get so many mixed messages that like women are supposed to be strong and powerful and like speak your mind and be who you are. But then also like don't push it too far because then that's unladylike and that's not, you know, you can't do that. Um, so I, I think the whole thing is just meant to be um, all of these confusing messages that we're all getting all the time. Every single day as a woman, you get these like subtle hints that the things you're doing aren't as good as the men around you. Like in my day-to-day -day job, I work as a physical therapist. And um, just this morning I had a man telling me like, well, these women are, these or these exercises are for women. Um, and I had started the day kind of in like a grumpy mood thinking about just because uh, I listened to the news on the way to work. Um, and I just kind of like lost it on him a little bit in like the, the way that you're allowed to lose it as a woman, as a professional woman <laughs> and said to him, like, you know, men and women have the same muscles. We do the same exercises. We, you know, saying things like that is not, it's not true, nor is it helpful um, for you or for women. So like, you know, don't say things like that. And I then also wanted to add like, also like, I could lift you and throw you across the room, but like that's neither here nor there. Um, so like just things like that happen every single day, multiple times a day. Um, and I think it's to me, like it's not the, it's not necessarily the big things. Like, um, I mean, a Supreme court justice is a pretty important thing in our, in our time, in our lifetime, but um, it's the little things like, the little injustices, the little like indignities that we get as women that just like tear you apart and give you this critical inner voice that's really hard to not hear sometimes. And um, so I think just saying to women that like, 
yeah, like, yes, I have that voice too. And like, no, it's not true. And we need to start talking each other up and standing up for ourselves and, um, like proving again and again and again and again, that we aren't just going to sit down and let people talk to us. Um, like we don't like in ways that we don't deserve and treat us in ways that we don't deserve. Um, so I am encouraging women and men everywhere to find their voice and stop just letting things happen and stand up for what is right. Here's Stephanie Hoppala. I'm Stephanie Hoppala. I am from Detroit, Michigan, and I am a singer-songwriter. Most of the songs I write come out in the form of letters and um Everything is rooted in um, real-life moments. I guess going back to when I got the guitar, um, the song wasn't just kind of happening for me out of thin air. And as that week was unfolding, I was watching um, Christine Blasey Ford's testimony and the whole process and the politics just surrounding this woman's life that were not even um, something that she intended on really being involved in. And uh, it felt to me like the only thing that was appropriate to write a song about for the week that I had the guitar. Um, It was just an incredible, incredible moment across our country and definitely for women. um, And as a woman in music, it's just essential that we're bringing light to these types of things. So I can't even really describe the feeling. I just know that when I listened to her testimony and you looked at her face and it was just something else. Um, I just couldn't imagine sitting in her seat. Um, so I, I tried, I tried the best that I could to put myself there in the song. Um, yeah. It says what I intended on, um, trying to say I didn't want to put I didn't want to put her words um through my perspective I I wanted to try to get into her shoes which is obviously something that I'm never going to be able to do but I kind of wanted to see it through her her lens um and kind of ask these things ask questions to her um have a conversation with her through this song um while kind of like sitting right beside her at the table it's kind of how I envisioned myself um, me being this silent body while she's giving this testimony, um, with the same view that she has, but not fully understanding the weight, um, the way that she understands it based on her experience. Um, so I really wanted to ask like these open questions. Um, like the first line of the song is lady, does it hurt when you're telling them the truth? Uh, Cause that was one of the most important lines for me to write. And so I just opened with it. Um, the fact that she had to go so far back and um, she's been carrying this for so long um, and the, the pain that she's had to bear just to put this out into the world um, and for it to be not received um, in the way that it should have been was pretty incredible to see that our, our world is still in that space. I feel really honored to have been able to write a song um, that embodies um, the specialness that was the moment when Dr. Ford came forward. And 
it wasn't my place to tell my story. It was my place to sit beside the person that's taking that weight of women, of sexual assault survivors, um, and sit beside her and, and, and tell that story. And I think it's a conversation um, that is very, very obviously not done. Um, and so in taking on this song, I really wanted to continue that conversation and more than continue the conversation, continue listening. So we are going to play a little bit of each of the three songs for you now. And if you'd like to hear the rest of any or all of them or the other work that artists are doing for the project, please just head over to the acousticguitarproject.com. You'll find Stephanie's song under Detroit and Chris's under Washington, D.C. and Robin's under Minneapolis when you click on the Cities tab. Thanks very much for listening. Stephanie Hoppola's song is called To Tell the Truth. song is called Thick Skin. Watch your style, watch your mouth, watch what you eat. Watch me strip you of your last hope and dignity. Wear a dress, not too short, but not too long. Can't be too buttoned up, but don't come on too strong. You buried your heart to prove you were strong enough for the mountains you'd move. This skin woman, I see you. I am you. Keep fighting hard. 
The song by Chris Matthews is called For the Women with Steel in Their Bones. I had a dollar For every boys will be boys I would buy some way to alter This madness and quiet this noise For the women with steel in their bones The ones with titanium skin I see you, I hear and the truth went out in the end she could well be your daughter your wife your sister your friend may all little boys become much better men who respect and believe women 